0: And joining us on the line, he is the warden of Simcoe County. We say hello to George Cornell. George, great to talk to you. How have you been?
1: Uh, good morning to you as well, and uh, always great to talk to you guys. Uh, I've been well, thank you. Uh, no, all, all is good.
0: Uh, numbers, of course, continue to rise in terms of COVID. Uh, how? Uh, what's your anxiety level right now for the county of Simcoe?
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I am good, but uh, obviously as you point out, uh, the numbers uh, over the past few weeks uh, we have seen a consistent rise and absolutely that's cause for concern. Uh, Locally we are over 2,700 cases and as a result uh, effective Monday of this week uh, Simcoe Muskoka District was moved to the uh, red control zone under the COVID-19 response framework. So that certainly brings some uh, new measures and broader scale actions and restrictions and obviously the intent is to help control the spread there. this community spread is our biggest concern and um it's uh, obviously having impact with regards to seniors our long-term cares the more spread we have in the community the tougher it is to keep out of workplaces uh, like long-term care and and we're seeing it in schools so it, it definitely is a concern and we all need to uh take uh, some ownership here and uh, respect the, the rules, the regulations, the protocols that we need to follow. And Absolutely. certainly it's so yeah
0: sorry go ahead no i i completely agree i mean as as we are uh, in the red zone now and we keep talking about still making sure that we are doing all the protocols that we need to be doing to make sure that everybody is safe but some people are getting a little bit uh laxadaisy because we keep hearing about the vaccine uh how is the vaccine going to be rolling out or what's happening with that in regards to simcoe county
1: Right. No, very good point. And that that does give us all hope. And it is exciting news that uh, vaccines have arrived in Canada, the first being the Pfizer vaccine. And uh, in fact, it uh, is in uh, one of our hospitals and will be coming to another shortly. And the hospitals are going to be responsible for the rolling out, at least initially with regards to the program. So we anticipate that we will have vaccine available in the county of Simcoe, at least for one of our long term care homes, the one in Beaton next week and we then further anticipate uh, and so that'll be coming out of South Lake Regional Hospital and then RBH will be uh, the next to receive uh, vaccines and then that will help with uh, respect to our other, our other long-term care homes in the county of Simcoe. So uh, yeah, very good news and uh, but again Melanie, to your point, we need to uh, stay vigilant uh, in terms of our protocols and we know it uh, obviously is the holiday season and it is uh, traditionally a time to get together with family and friends but this year we just want to encourage everybody that um, to celebrate, but yes, celebrate within your own household and restrict your travel to only essential trips. And that way we can uh, hopefully flatten the curve as we used to talk about. We're back in that phase and, uh, and manage this until we do get the vaccine rolled out on a much uh, wider basis, which is going to take months, to be honest.
0: We chatted about this last time Warden Cornell and I just wanted to I guess make it official. We talked about that the uh, the county was looking at a zero increase budget for 2021 in terms of uh, how that's going to affect the tax rate and it looks like that's what got approved.
1: It did. Uh exactly last time I was here we had a, had our discussion as a committee of the whole but then uh, brought it formally to council. So on November 24th, we approved the budget 572 million for 2021. And as you point out, certainly County Council recognized the challenges that COVID has brought on for our residents and our businesses. And we did give direction to staff to come back with a 0% increase on the council county portion of your tax bill. And we were able to do that. But at the same time, we also recognize that we uh, need to keep moving forward with uh, services and by uh, leveraging uh, reserves that we have, and we had built up through responsible fiscal management over the past years. And uh, fortunately, other levels of government, the province and the federal government had provided funding to bridge some gaps with regards to the COVID expenses for us. So we still will be moving forward with some significant initiatives, about $78 million for long-term care needs. We have about $60 million, $69 million, for social housing and this will include our initial work uh, on a hub project in Aurelia. another 56 million for paramedic services we're always looking to increase our response times and we do that by strategically locating facilities throughout the county of Simcoe. and we have about another 94 million with regards to our solid waste uh, management program as we look at our new contract in 2021
0: Last month, we congratulated you on winning the election that you didn't have to run because you were acclaimed for your second term as warden. Uh, but the official inauguration has happened, so now this is the official congratulations, warden. Uh, I wanted to ask you, what what are your focuses? Uh, I mean, obviously, COVID-19 is going to be one of them. But after that, what are your focuses on, what are you looking at for 2021 for the county?
1: Yeah, well, thank you very much again for that. And I do want to uh, recognize, as well as uh, being acclaimed, which is certainly an honor and uh, very much appreciate the confidence of county council, we did have uh, some elections, including for the deputy warden, and uh, Lynn Dolan, the mayor of the town of Innisfil, has elected to the position of deputy warden for 21-22, which would be the last two years of this term of council. And I do want to recognize Deputy Warden, uh, past Deputy Warden, Barry Burton, who was also the Deputy Mayor of Clearview Township, Right. and thank, thank him for his dedication and service to the residents. It really was a pleasure to work with him. Um, certainly going forward, you're right. Uh, first priority, obviously, is to navigate our way out of COVID-19, uh, the pandemic. Uh, but at the same time, exactly, we need to help with the, the reopening and repositioning with regards to our residents, our businesses and our community partners. So our economic development team has been very active working with businesses in the agricultural sector to help them uh, pivot and turn into going forward. Uh, we've got, uh, as I mentioned through the budget, we've got a number of exciting projects. We've got some infrastructure projects with regards to roads. We've got uh, our affordable housing initiatives. We've got some uh, redevelopment that'll be starting next year with regards to uh, Simcoe Manor and Beaton, our long-term care facilities. So. Despite COVID, um, you know, we as a county provide a lot of essential services. And as a result, uh, we need to continue to stay focused on providing those services and bottom line, protecting uh, our most vulnerable populations Mm -hmm. throughout the county.
0: Speaking of essential services, uh, boy, our paramedics uh, in in Simcoe Mm -hmm. County are amazing. And not only do they do what they do, which is, you know, respond to calls all the time, but they've also stepped up around Christmas time.
1: Yeah, absolutely right, John. They, they've been amazing through this pandemic. Uh, they have stepped up uh, and, uh, and delivered on many fronts to help us uh, through the pandemic. And absolutely, annually, they have uh, done a toy, toy drive. And again, uh, despite uh, the challenges of COVID, they have uh, rethought the toy drive and have been able to uh, organize that. So we have our 18th annual. Uh, it is still going. They've been re- very successful in bringing in donations to date. Uh, it's not too late. We accept donations up until December the 18th. And you can visit that at simco.ca slash toy drive for details in terms of how the donations can be given. And I also just want to send my thanks to all those in our communities who continue to show their support to those in need. Uh, and, and that's happened over the last few months, despite uh, many challenges out there. So it's it really has been inspiring to see our communities come together and share messages of love and support and kindness uh for each other for our uh, frontline workers and long-term care homes
0: what does the holiday season look like at the yeah. Cornell
1: household that's uh, uh, like you as we we're saying offline it's going to be very quiet uh lots of zooming and uh, face timing but uh it'll be pretty quiet staying home and uh but you know it'll it'll be nice uh but it's uh i think it's a small sacrifice if we can all step up to that and in order to be in a position this time next year to uh, maybe get back to a, a more normal celebration. So if I can, I just want to wish you and your listeners season's greetings, Merry Christmas, and, and a safer and happier new year in 2021. And as I say, it's, it's not going to be normal this season, but uh, if we can all uh, recognize what we are trying to accomplish and, and be responsible, uh, it'll go a long way to helping us get through this. And we will get through it, and we'll come out of it stronger. Absolutely. And again, as I always do, just want to remind folks the three W's. you know, Wear a mask, watch your distance, and wash your hands.
0: Warden George Cornell from Simcoe County, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town.
1: Well, as always, thank you, and look forward to chatting in 2021. Take care.